Welcome back to Financial Flyby. First, for some disclaimers. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific investment advice or recommendations. Individuals should always consult their own financial advisor or tax advisor regarding their specific financial situation before acting on any information provided. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Genius Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. And now on to Financial Flyby. Welcome to Financial Flyby. My name is Brian Pelling, and I hope to introduce this podcast and tell you a little bit about what we expect from it going forward and how it might help you make better decisions in your financial life as well. So I work for a tax and investment advisory office. We have clients that come in on a regular basis, call in on a regular basis, and we help them make the best decisions that they can make. Uh, Today is October 31st. We saw a great deal of volatility in the market for the month of October. People were calling in because they were concerned and they were scared. We follow rules that take the emotions out of the investment decisions. And the process helps our clients and us from reacting to market events because the biggest mistakes are made from acting on emotions, specifically fear and, say it with me, greed. So we're going to cover a few things in this, in, in this podcast. One is we're going to provide a weekly market update with where we see the market, what's changed, where we see things headed. And the second thing is some interesting conversations that came up with clients over the last week. There's been a great deal of changes in the tax code. That's been a number of conversations, uh, changes in the standard deduction versus itemizing, um, changes in the way people can pay down student loans, uh, changes in the estate tax rules. I mean, it's been across the board. But the primary focus on a week-in and week-out basis is going to be on the investment decisions and then also on interesting conversations we had with clients as well. So today I'd like to go over our investment process and the rules that we follow to prevent mistakes. The first rule is that what is done well recently will continue to do well. And what is done poorly recently will continue to do poorly or underperform. We call this relative strength. And the way we use this is we divide up the market into different sections and we create a playbook. Are you familiar with the March Madness NCAA tournament? Every year, the top 64 teams are given seeds from the number one seed down to the 16th seed in four different brackets. The reason the number one seed was given that spot is because of how well they performed through the regular season. The thought is that they have performed well, show that they can win, and have a high likelihood of winning going forward. If you were to place your money on the tournament, would you put money on the number one seed or the number 16 seed? That's how we treat investments. We divide the market up into 30 different baskets and to determine their relative strength. Our rule, again, much like the NCAA tournament picks, is that what has done well in the past will continue to do well or exhibit relative strength. Very different than many other firms that are out there. Many other firms say, I need to rebalance your accounts quarterly, and I'm going to take you out of what's done very well and put you into what's done relatively poorly, and that's how they rebalance your accounts. So this is a different type of process that we follow versus other firms. But over time, it's shown, there's been a number of studies that have shown 
that this way of handling it, tracking it on a relative strength basis, typically outperforms the quarterly rebalancing cycle. The second thing we do, and something else that kind of frustrates me about this industry, is that you rarely hear firms or advisors switch you to defense. Do you remember 2008 and how the market acted? Some people are concerned that we could be going through another 2008 right now. And they're showing signs of fear as well. I was an advisor during 2008 for a major firm. And unfortunately, there was no magic memo that came out from their think tanks in New York that told us to switch to defense. They didn't change their stance. You know, and I thought there, there had to be a better way. I was looking for direction for me and for my clients. And I thought when I worked for a major firm, maybe they would have that research capability to, to give us a heads up. But it wasn't there. So we started looking for signals and indicators that might give us some sort of view of when to switch to defense. The second rule that we follow is that we did. We created signals that help us determine if we should have offense or defense on the field. The signals give us indications just like a traffic light. Is it green and we're on offense? Is it yellow and we should show some signs of caution? Or is it red and we should be transitioning to defense? The common theme of 2008, you probably heard this before, is that 401ks turned into 201ks because the market was roughly cut in half. If someone was able to give you a signal and switch you to defense, do you think that would be worthwhile? If we switch to defense, we still hold strong sectors. That's what it means for us. We're not going to get out of the strongest performing sectors. We're not going to leave our number one seeds. But we are going to look at those 8 to 16th place seeds for the NCAA tournament to keep the analogy the same. We're going to say, hey, look at they're underperforming. We see signs of weakness. It's time to reduce some of these positions, raise cash, wait till we see signs that we need to bring offense back on the field or back on the court of play, and then we're going to redeploy the, the money to put, put it to work. We're not looking to make dramatic moves for clients, but we will try to protect them when we can. And I think you'd agree that there are certainly times that defense needs to be on the field. The thought process of investing in strong sectors and having signals that help determine offense or defense help us reduce mistakes and create the potential for a smoother ride. Everyone, everyone needs a process. If you're just trading your investment accounts based on gut decisions or investment advice from someone that else is having gut reactions to the market, reevaluate your system. Have something in place that you believe in. Ask the person that you're working with now, what's their process? Do they ever have anything that says, we need to switch to defense? How do they know how to reallocate funds? Is that on a quarterly basis where they're selling your best performing assets and buying the worst? Do you agree with that process? Maybe you do. We, we don't, but maybe that's something that you're comfortable with. And if that is, that's fine. That's your system. But I would ask you to reevaluate how things are looking for you, especially during times of turbulence. And this is the time to say, am I doing everything I can to put myself to where I need to be for retirement? The last thing is that we help clients get organized. 
And it's a, it's a basic, it's a basic principle, but it feels so good when it's done. It's like cleaning out your closet or organizing your junk drawer. It's just when it's done, you're like, wow, that made me feel, that makes me feel so much better to have all that information in one place, to know that it's organized, that someone's being watchful for it, or that there's just another point of contact in case something happens to me. If something happened to me, who would my wife call to know where my life insurance policy was or all the investment accounts? Or if your wife handles it, if she passes away or something happens to her, heaven forbid someone gets into a coma, do you have someone you can call to say, here's where all my accounts are? Do you have it organized somewhere? So by getting organized, having a plan and a process for your investment accounts, it will create peace of mind. And that's really what we're trying to do for our clients. So I hope you tune in on a weekly basis. We will be talking again a short clip on the market and how it's changed, where we see things headed, as well as some interesting things that we've been discussing with clients. And that, that has a broad range of topics, and uh, I hope you tune in. Again, my name is Brian Pelling. Thank you for your time today, and I look forward to having you listen to Financial Flyby.